One framework that I learned maybe a year or two ago from a buddy of mine named Ty is the three W's. What do you know? What does it mean? And then what do you think you should do about it? Case, it's been a great day. Uh, I got this problem and uh, here's the monkey. It's your problem now. The key is repetition. You gave me a problem. You told me what you think it means. And then you didn't give me a solution. Treading water is the same as drowning to people like you and me. You better start swimming. Welcome to I'm the One Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Green. What's up, Casey? How's it going today? Excellent. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Living nice. life. Grateful every day. Yeah. Cold plunge this morning. Ooh, of course. Yeah, every day. W- I'd be disappointed if it wasn't. Yeah, I actually threw it in the other night uh, after soccer. Play soccer pickup on Tuesday nights. Yeah. And uh, I haven't been doing it at night because it tends to wake me up quite a bit. So I, But mm. I did it after playing soccer mm-hmm. just to try to reduce inflammation. I mean, it's, it's like 105 degrees outside here in Phoenix yeah. and and uh, beats up my ankles and my knees and sure. my feet. And I, I did feel a lot less sore Wednesday morning when I woke up. Yep, I and I haven't that. played. I've been gone for the summer, so this is only the second week back. Oh, baby it in. Kick so, it in. yeah, I've yeah, played for like an hour and 20 minutes and then jumped in the cold plunge for like three minutes when I got home Tuesday night. Jumped in yesterday morning. And, I mean, I felt a lot better. Hard to, hard to really quantify, right? You yeah, know, yeah, A yeah, versus yeah. B. But you, but you felt notice, a lot better. You noticed. Oh, big difference. You know, what's interesting is I just watched, I'm a UFC fan. I like uh, UFC and they just had a, they have the UFC house, blah, 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 this little competition that they do. And the two coaches, there's a, uh, a trivia game, but they were in a cold plunge. Oh, and yeah. So I thought of you and I was like, and they had 39 degrees. Oh, wow. They stayed in there for like 20 minutes. I was like. I haven't done that yet. I'm like, I don't know if that's even safe. Hey, I got a question for you. I know you, there's a lot of frameworks that you love to work with. Is there anything that you're, you and your team are sort of focusing in on right now? Yeah. I mean, we, we try to try to always get better as a team and as individuals. And so generally you pick like one book to, to read each month or something to really work on. And then can we make sure that we actually learn the concept? Right. Then can we apply it? And then can we share that? Obviously just the, the team in the US and the overseas team. So one framework that I learned maybe a year or two ago from a buddy of mine named Ty is the three W's. What do you know? What does it mean? And what do you think you should do about it? So what do you know? Okay. What do you know is the fact portion of this? This is the first part of it. This is the first part okay. of it. It's just a framework. So a framework, I like to think of a framework as like a, a model or an outline to use. Oh, yeah, yeah. And how you just t- tackle any type of problem, Perfect. for example. So gotcha. I do this a lot with the kids. We do this stuff at home. Um, but the real genesis of why I like this one a lot for the, the business is that, and I'll go take one step back. I'll give you a definition of it, and then I'll, I'll tell you why I think it's so important. So okay. what do you know? It tells the facts. A lot of times you go to a meeting or someone has a problem and they just tell you, they don't want to give you, they give you kind of dance around it. What do you know? Give me the facts. Okay. Now, the once basics. I have the facts, what does that mean? Okay. You know, if I tell you it's 12 degrees outside. Right. That's a fact. <laughs> what does it mean? It's cold. It's cold. Well, I might need, you know, and then what do you think I should do about it? I Put think on some should, clothes. Exactly. Some easy stuff, right? Okay. So um, we try to use that structure all the time okay. in uh, meetings. And also in uh, individual one-on-one conversations. So someone has a problem, mm-hmm. so they haven't been able to tackle that. Okay. What do you know? What does it mean? And then what do you think you should do about it? Okay. It just gives everybody a really simple framework. I like that. To handle a problem and solve a problem. Yeah. Right? It gives everybody the same operating procedure. And then it forces you, if you're the one with the challenge or the problem, to think through it a little bit better. Yeah. Right? And I think most people are, the first one's really easy. You know, what do you know? Right. And then it's like, what is it? Right. What is it? Yeah. Everybody knows what the problem is. Right. Right. And then what does it mean? Is that like the why? What does it mean? 
Or... I think the why is, yeah, I think that's fair. I think what does it mean is the why, okay. right? So it's the why portion of it. Yeah. And so it's, well, actually, I don't know if I'd say that. I'd say it's more of the insight, right? I don't believe that. The meaning, okay, okay. Yeah, so the meaning is, is like, what, what does, does it mean, mean to me? Okay. Right, if, again, I give you any, you know, it's, uh, it's 75 degrees in San Diego today. Probably true. What does it mean? It's beautiful. But what does it mean to you? I want to be there. Okay. <laughs> but but it might mean something different to somebody else. Sure. It might mean something sure. different to me. So okay. there's no real, like, we need context yeah, around yeah, yeah. it, right? I get it. So it's giving the information. Okay. And then what is more, I would call the what does it mean more around, like, an insight mm-hmm. or um, how does it apply to me, a con- context around it. Okay. So then it's like, what does it mean to me? Okay. And then what do you think we should do about it? And that's where I'd say most people struggle on a regular basis. That's the action step then, right? Right. Because this goes back to why I think this framework is so great. Um, and I can't remember where I heard this years ago, but I think people, a lot of times uh, when you are a resource for people to solve problems, they'll come to you and knock on your door. And that problem is like a monkey and they'll drop the monkey off in your office. And then by the end of the day, you've got five monkeys jumping around your office all day long and you don't get anything done. Like five different people, come five different people drop off problems and they just go, Hey, case, it's been a great day. Uh, I got this problem and, uh, here's the monkey. It's your problem now. And I think this happens to everybody and every at home, uh, at work friends do it sometimes, but I mean, you see it a lot, work a lot. Like, Hey, listen, um, I got a problem and I don't know what to do with it. So, uh, can you help me with this problem? Right. And they just drop it off. Right. Right. I think it happens a lot in corporate America. And so they just drop it off on your desk. And you're the person, if you're the resourceful one or the one that gets, keeps getting these, uh, they used to call it opportunities back in corporate America <laughs> to solve these problems. I love the lingo. Uh, the opportunity to solve the problem right. is that you have to then figure out, well, how do I manage this? And I don't have all the information. I got to go dig in and I got to dive in. So what we ask everybody to do on the team is bring to the, bring me the problem. What does it mean? And then come up with your own solution. Okay. I would even add in there also sometimes what did you do to figure out the solution? Like what actions did you take? Okay. I, I ran it through ChatGPT. I Googled it. I talked to a friend of mine who was an expert in this space. What actions did you take almost to solve the problem? Hey, here's my problem. Here's what it means to us as a company. Here's what I think we should do about it. And to get to that solution, I did this, this, and this. Okay. Now imagine somebody comes to you with that situation. Yeah. And you know, wow, I already know what they've tried. Yeah. I have an idea of where I can go from here. Yeah. And now I can layer on top my context or knowledge like to solve that problem. Sure. So I love this framework. We have it on the our conference room on a big, huge piece of paper, all written out for everybody. And if people don't do it, I just point to it. I was going to say, like, how often does that happen? They, all the time. They, <laughs> they walk in and they're like, boom, here's all the a monkey. Time. You're like, no, no, no. It's so easy. Take your monkey, go, go train so it. Because we don't want to, a lot of times we're like, uh, we have the, we know someone who knows the answer. Yeah. Right. I, right. I you have the resources. So there was a guy that used to work for me for a little while. He was a friend of mine and he knew that I knew the answer to a right. lot of his questions. Right. So he said, Hey, I can call you and you can give me the answer in 30 seconds or I can go spend 20 minutes on Google. And I said, spend 20 minutes on Google. Yeah. I need you to learn this stuff on your own. It can't be just me coming to me for that resource. Right. hundred percent. Any of us ever had kids, anybody's ever had kids, especially when they're little, it's why, yeah. why this Hey, dad, what's this? My kids still do it to me. They're having trouble with math. And they're like, hey, dad, I don't know how to do this. Great. What did you try to do? Yeah. What did you learn? What's your, what's the problem? Love I just it. did this two nights Love ago. Teach like, math. dad, no, just give me the answer. Yeah, what's the answer? How do I do this? How do I do this? I'm like, what's a complex fraction? What's an irregular <laughs> fraction? What do we got? We dig into what the problems are and we got to help them out and try to teach them. Because, I mean, 
me solving the me doing pre-algebra is not going to help them. Right. Me doing algebra is not going to help them. Right. They need to learn how to think and solve the problem on 100%. their own. And I think it's the same thing with a team, a family, whatever it might be. You, I want them to learn how to approach the problem and think about it on their own and then maybe give some coaching upon that to make it, it better. But so that was a clear advice to him of like, you've got to just spend the time. I know that it's easier for you, but the problem is that interferes with what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to accomplish with the work. And that sort of reminds me of a concept that I'm always talking about is like, I, I never learned how to learn. Like mm. to me, it was like what you do in schools, you learn this information, you learn the answers, you take the test and you forget it. But I probably didn't learn how to learn until I was about 40. And it's the why. Why is that the answer? And once you start answering the why behind that answer, it's going to answer eight to 10 other questions. And soon you're living in the matrix. And so doing what you just told him to do, go do it yourself. He's going to learn the why. And it's going to be understanding what it is. And it's going to help him not come to you for the next question. Because it'd be exactly. like, oh, I already I got that. Okay. So. I mean, as a business owner or any type of leader or parent, I think that's the best value you can give to anybody that you're talking to. Yeah. I would far rather, it's easy to give answers. I mean, shoot, we got a, we got a computer in our, our pockets all right, the time, right? right? right so everybody right. has access to the answer, but it's how do we get across, how do we get from that problem to the answer? And I think that thought process, mm. synthesizing ideas, that's true intellect in my opinion. And you're strengthening your brain when you do that too. So it's going to be better and better each time you you're do it. You're making neural connections. You're oh. connecting this to this. And then you'll be able to see some of these things and see them differently, right? They're just yeah. different nodes of a network. And how can, how do they connect? Yeah. And what can I do about yeah. that? And then we also have discussions around like resources. You know, what resources should you use? Obviously the easy ones, Google, now even Bing. I don't right. think I've been on Bing in like no, a decade. No, because they do the AI now. Now I'm on Bing, which right. is crazy. No, I, I was the same one. Someone's like, hey, check out Bing. They got AI. I'm like, oh, that was an easy intro. Now I do chat GPT and all yep. that stuff too. Yeah. And I mean, cool. I, now I'm using Claude.ai. I don't know um, what that is. Uh, it's in, uh, web-based. It's by Anthropic. Okay. It's uh, free and it's more up-to-date. Uh, from a data perspective, um, then ChatGPT. Interesting. Claw? Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E dot A-I. Gotcha. So okay. now I have to, I've had to retrain myself, right? Because a year ago, yeah. and I had a problem, how would I go solve the problem? I'd go to YouTube, I'd go to Google. Right. Now I go to Claude or ChatGPT first. Is that what you do first now? Not automatically. Really? Yeah, we had a problem with Power BI data visualization software earlier today. I just go to Claude. I take the error, yeah. put the error in, and say, how do I interpret or solve this problem? Yeah. And you get, bam, yeah, I, I need to get better at that. I actually just on my YouTube, just somebody came up and it was like 30 tips on how to use ChatGPT better. Mm. And some of the little prompts and stuff, I was like, oh, so I just started writing it down because I'm like, I need to remember some of these. So, but I need to, I need, that's what I, because I still just go to Google first. Yeah. And go here and there. Well, because you're conditioned. You've been doing this 100%. for two decades now. 100%. And so that's, I think, a big part for anybody that is above the age of probably 10. Mm -hmm. or even eight, oh. we all have to relearn how to interact with AI because AI is just a tool. Mm -hmm. And the sooner we learn how to interact with AI, the better position we are to succeed because kids, like really small kids, they're not going to know any other world. Oh, five-year-olds will just live with AI. It's and wait, crazy. what do you mean you would like Google and then click on a bunch of links and then try to figure out was this accurate and then go back <gasps> And then go to YouTube, watch uh, some guy you don't even know, put a video on there. And is he telling the truth? Wild. It's just in 20 years, I mean, that that seems idiotic. Yeah. Because when I think about it now, how do we adopt? I'm a big believer in adopting new technologies that hopefully we're around for a long time and, and learning quickly so yeah. that I can change my patterns and get better and optimize. So you say you're an early adopter? I think so. Okay. I try to be. Yeah. I, I try to stay on the edge of whatever it is, especially if it's going to be around for a long time. Yeah. 
if it's something that it's um it feels more fad like like clubhouse didn't feel like sure, something sure. that's gonna last a long time oh, to yeah. me nice why even bother Good i didn't want to get on there i got lucky <laughs> no i had no uh abilities in predicting that one but it just felt like it was gonna fade away pretty fast so yeah. don't put the energy in right but i'm convinced ai i mean there will be businesses oh. that use ai and there'll be businesses that used to exist Right. There's going to be no in between. That's going to be nuts. It's and a tool. Before we know, right? Oh, it's unbelievable how powerful it is. It feels like magic. Yeah. And I think new technology that really is game changer technology does feel like magic. And it truly, when I go through it and use it, whether it's ChatGPT code interpreter, where you can mm-hmm. put data in, I can upload files now and I can do data analysis. Yeah. I mean, I love data analysis. Most people struggle with that stuff. You can now put it in and ask for insights and get that back. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. SQL queries. SQL queries, we can go ahead and put that in. It'll write a SQL, SQL or SQL, depending on who you talk to, how they pronounce it, query. Yeah. And it's back to you. There's people at corporate America that, like, there's their job. No, that's crazy. I know. I think there's just a couple of little tips I, I'm remembering right now was one was uh, make it create a table, right? Yeah. And, you just, and I was like, oh, yeah. how cool is that? And the other one was like, uh, Search engine option, SEO for your, yeah. for whatever page. I was like, Ooh, I like that. So that that's the fun part is really saying, Hey, this is so much possibility. And how do I bring it back to focus on, you know, what I needed to use. Yeah. And that's where prompting comes in. And that's just practicing, right? It's just practicing. How do we use this? How's a better way to use it? How do we prompt it? How do we get it to work for us? You know, whether it was auto GPT came about that blew everybody's mind, which makes automation, you know, we've got bots, there's different LLMs. Yeah. It's, it's hard to keep up on everything. And it's kind of trying to figure out who can I follow to curate it. And then how can I apply it? And that's what, you know, we talk about here all the time is how do I take action on this? Yeah. How do I make something I can do something with it? We'll do some episodes, I'm sure, and, and talk about how we're utilizing it in the business, because I think it is an absolute game changer that I feel like everybody must get used to. I don't care sure. what your role is. Sure. This is like back in- If you don't, dinosaur, you die, right? 96 when people thought the internet was a fad. I mean, <laughs> give me a break, right? This, right. Is, this is more impactful in my lifetime than anything else that's ever happened to me. That's crazy. So I, I, I'm a firm believer that this is going to change everything and how we interact. Let's go back to the three W's real quick. Yeah. So- can you give me an example of a type like maybe when you tried it and it was a struggle and it didn't work or? Yeah, I think it's a struggle more in terms of for a lot for individuals. How do I really adopt this? And then how do I make sure that I do the last part? And the, the, the what do we think we should do about mm. it is where most people struggle. They get mm. the, what do you know? And sure. then what does it mean? That's the easy part, I was right? Say, yeah. And, but then we run into these problems and it's like, okay, well now you gave me a problem. You told me what you think it means. And then you didn't give me a solution. So how do we coach those people up? And say, hey, this is this is a better way for you to think about this. And I need you to do the work. So, and maybe that's a resource problem, right? So what I mean by that is some people, like, I checked, uh, we do a lot of delegation here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've used contractors. We work with people overseas. We do wherever there's a, an expert, right? Sure. Um, you know, a concept called who, not how, which I'm sure we'll talk about, uh, you know, in the future. And that concept is critical to what we do because I fully believe we got to find the right person, mm-hmm. the expert in what we need to do. Mm-hmm. So what did you do to solve this problem? To, or how did you come up with a solution to this problem? And what resources did you look at? And if I can give some insight to maybe, oh, have you looked at this resource? Or Claude's a great example. Right. Have you checked out Claude.ai? No. Well, hey, that's a new resource to put in your tool belt for you to solve problems moving forward. Yeah. And then it just, everybody gets better consistently over time. So what tactics do you use specifically to get your team to use the three W's consistently? <laughs> It's a good question. I, I think the, the number one thing we do is that you must come to a team meeting. If you set, first of all, if you schedule a meeting, you need to have an agenda and then you need to have the three W's answered, preferably in the meeting invite so that people can prepare for the meeting. Okay. 
Okay. Right. So at, at a minimum, you should have thought through the three W's before you schedule the meeting. And then preferably it's in the notes for the meeting. So everybody that comes to the meeting okay. has clarity around what is the problem. What is it the invited, the person that's making the invitation think is it means to us. And then what do they think we should do about it? So everybody comes armed with the right information and I we like don't that. waste yeah. 20 minutes talking about the facts of the situation well, or what it means. Yeah. And what's good about that is, you know, if it was me and I got this information, I know the way my brain works is it automatically start working in the back of my head. So yep. I get solutions as I'm coming in a lot of the time. So I like yeah. that. And so that it's, it's basically prompting everybody yeah. to start thinking either consciously or subconsciously about the problem. And then the second thing, which is the most critical part is it can't be just me. It's got to be everybody else mm-hmm. holding each other mm-hmm. accountable. Yeah. So if anybody on the team brings this problem, a problem, any problem to another team member, and they don't do the three W's, that team member is responsible to hold the other team member to the three W's. You didn't do it. Yeah. And it sounds crazy and small, but you need, I think the key is repetition. You've got to start getting in this framework. You got to start doing it. We, we have a buzzer in our conference room. One of those, like, you know, uh, jeopardy with an ax. We have one of those in our office. They're amazing. (laughs) So we'll hit those sometimes. Just yeah, to shock people out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to work for you guys. Yeah, try again. Try again. <laughs> no, go back. Love it. So I think that's, those are two things that we use all the time that really helps hammer this home and make it more effective. Okay. So then I guess for the people listening, yep. what can they do to, I mean, start using this and utilize the three W's like today? That's a good question. I think there's a couple ways to, to, to attack that problem. One, I would start using it themselves. So when they run into a problem, and they need to solve a problem or mm-hmm. are, are, gonna, are going to spend the time mm-hmm. and energy solving the problem, then they should try to think through those steps first. Go through the format. Exactly. Got it. And say, okay, well, what do I know about this problem? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to me? And then what do I think I should do about it before I go ask somebody else for help? Try that a couple of times, like immediately today. You have a problem at work yeah. or at home. Um, our HVAC unit just went out yesterday at the house. So. Oh, what do I know? What do I know? <laughs> I'm my, in trouble. <laughs> my, 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 air compre- my compressor went out on my air conditioner yesterday. Yeah. So the air handler is perfectly fine. We'll use this as a great example. Mm. So I get a call from my wife. He came out. The, the guy came out to check out the, the air conditioner. Air compressor went out. Great. He presented a proposal with options. So I got on the phone this morning. I said, hey, what are my options? What do you know? He knows I know your air compressor's out. Your air handler still works. I said, great. What are my options? He's like, well, it means to you, basically is what he was saying. It means <laughs> to you that you need to uh, either replace the compressor or replace the compressor and the air handler together as a whole system. And I said, well, can I just replace the air conditioner? Doesn't match up with the air handler. He said, nope. And so he isolated all of the issues, gave uh-huh. me all my options. And I said, great. Now I can make a decision. And by the way, you're the expert. What do you think I should do and why? And then he gave me his feedback. Made a decision. It was a two-minute conversation. Um, He's ordering this, the parts, and we're going to get it installed on Monday or Tuesday. I like it. So I think each person should bring this to themselves and try it themselves first to see how before they ask anyone else for help. You're going to put it in the show notes so that people can like get it and maybe write it down so they can start to memorize yeah. it and understand Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, really... and I, I think everybody should take action on this today. So I would say utilize it yourself first. See how yeah. it feels, yeah. see if you like it. Yeah. And then when if it whether it's at work. Um, implement it with your team at work, whether you're on a team, whether you manage the team, whether you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, my mastermind, I've shared this with my friends, and a bunch of them have started utilizing with their team. Test and drive found, it, right? Yeah, test drive it. Yeah, see if it fits for you. Okay. Put it on, see if it fits. Sometimes it won't fit. Yeah, right? totally. And so it's not, it's not a perfect 
framework. I think frameworks are great to use in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And, but this one seems to be really, really good for getting everybody closer to clarity yeah. and getting us there very, very quickly. And what people can also do, I guess, is if it's not the exact wording and how you do it, like mold it into what works for them, right? Absolutely. The same concept's going to work however you you know, put it down. Yeah. And I find that it just gives more clarity to each person involved. Yeah. I like it. It shortens that uh, wasted time and inefficiency between the conversations. I'm going to start using it. I know that. I'm going to go, awesome. go test drive it. How about that? I'll yeah. let you know how it goes. And my kids are tired of hearing from me. So oh, they, they, sure. they, get, they get it all the time and they're like, wait, wait a not minute. Just that. I got to go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being my kid where I got to listen to all this stuff, these frameworks and models. But hey, you know what, though? With the repetition. Yeah. They're learning it. it. It's they good, can't yeah. think any other way it's now. It's a win win right there. It's a lot of fun. So, well, hey, thanks for the conversation today. Uh, anybody listening, please. Uh, smash the subscribe button, check us out, uh, give us feedback. I'm the one.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and see uh, what we can do uh, to help make this more effective and uh, stay curious and uh, become the one. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with friends. Visit I'm the one.com and ask me anything. And as always stay curious and never stop becoming the one.